Hey, Orthopreneurs, it's Dr. Glenn Krieger here. And let me tell you, the Orthopreneurs 2024 Summit, which is going to be on a Royal Caribbean ship, has taken off. I don't mean literally, but we actually booked an entire ship just for us. We started selling it already. And believe it or not, it's selling out fast. People want to come by themselves. People want to bring their team. People want to bring their families. Remember, there's a kids club there and there's also an adult only pool. So you can watch the presentations streaming throughout the whole ship. Imagine sitting in the pool with a drink in your hand, watching someone speak on tips and tricks to help your practice get better while you're sitting knee deep in a pool with a drink in your hand. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, you've come to know the kind of meetings we put together, and this one's going to be even more exceptional and even more affordable. Go to opsummit2024.com to sign up now. You all know that I affiliated with Smile Doctors a little over two years ago. I've been thrilled. It's been a great move for us, both professionally and financially. Uh, I love the autonomy I get to do to practice, and um, the finances certainly don't suck. But I don't care if it's any one of the companies that's out there. I want to remind you of a few things here that are very important to keep in mind. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing, management, and leadership. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your 5-Minute Friday. I'm your host, Glenn Krieger. It's that time of the year again. No, not Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's. It's time for me to tell you a little bit about OSOs and DSOs, all right? Now, I don't care where you are in life. I'm going to make this really short and really simple. The number of contacts that have come to me has increased dramatically. A lot of people are stressed. A lot of people are worn out. A lot of people uh, have built great practices and then realize, wait a minute, it takes a lot of time and energy to sustain this. I want to cash in on my equity now because I can't do this for another 10 or 15 years. My point is, I want you to do yourself a favor. We've talked about this a number of times. Uh, you all know that I affiliated with Smile Doctors a little over two years ago. Uh, I've been thrilled. It's been a great move for us, both professionally and financially. Uh, I love the autonomy I get to do to practice, and um, the finances certainly don't suck. But my point here is, I don't care if it's any one of the companies that's out there. I want to remind you of a few things here that are very important to keep in mind. Number one, anybody who is promising you a multiple turn of a certain amount is lying to you. I say that word lying because there's speculation and then there's untruths. And if somebody says to you, hey, Glenn, join our OSO and you're going to see a 6x multiple at the next turn, unless they're in the turn right now, unless it's happening, they have no idea what that number is. All right. So again, um, there's only been a few companies that have ever been to a private equity transaction. And it's important to remember this. Number two, Nobody is ever going to see their CPA's determination of your EBITDA match the determination of the EBITDA from the OSO or DSO. Now, we've talked extensively about what EBITDA is. You can go search it within Orthopreneurs. Just in the search bar, type in EBITDA. I guarantee you, you will have enough reading until you get nauseous about what EBITDA is. But when EBITDA is calculated, it's calculated differently from a CPA's perspective than it is from a potential purchaser's perspective. And you have to be aware of that. And it's not as simple as saying, well, I did $2 million last year and I had a 50% overhead, so I have a million dollars take home. That's not EBITDA. All right. It's a rough down and dirty measurement of how, 
how profitable you are, but that's not EBITDA, okay? So it's really, really important for you to recognize what your EBITDA is, and that's it's good to know. You can ask your accountant. I'm sure they're not going to be off by 40%, but they might be off by 10%. I routinely see that, sometimes as much as 20%. A whole variety of reasons why that I'm not going to get into right now, but you should know what your EBITDA is, okay? Because that's what OSOs and DSOs care about. Number three, uh, no matter where you are in practice, you might be ready for a transition. If you're an associate, uh, there are, are a million jobs for associates out there in a variety of OSOs and DSOs. Uh, I'm not talking about the once a month like I had. You know, you show up at a dental practice once a month to do ortho, uh, the ones that we've all had somewhere in our career probably if we're trying to just make a living out of school. That's not what I'm talking about here. We're talking about working alongside somebody who's probably pretty good. Why do I say that? Because anybody who sold to an OSO or DSO probably had a decent practice, which means they probably knew how to run a practice. And you're probably going to come in and get to work alongside these people or at least be in their in their environment so you can learn from them, see how systems and policies can be made, uh, see how they manage and lead a team, uh, see how they speak to patients. There's a lot to be learned there if you're willing to learn. And so if you're brand new out of school, there are many associateship opportunities. Uh, at least in Smile Doctors, if you reach out to me, I can connect you to the right people to look for that. They're pretty lucrative. They offer potentials to earn equity, and that's great. If you've been practicing for 30 years and you're ready to retire, of course, that's a great place to consider, as long as you're willing to hang around for a little bit, because that's what makes you worthwhile, and everything in between. So it, you never have to sell to an OSO or DSO, but you certainly might be in a position where you can learn from them uh, and, and sell at that point. Now, I'm going to tell you something, number four, that was told to me by a very prominent person. I don't want to embarrass them by mentioning their name, but you've all heard of them. And they pulled me aside before we partnered with Smile Doctors and said, Glenn, when the time comes that you partner and you have a lot of cash in the bank that you didn't have there the day before, you're suddenly going to be privy to investment opportunities that weren't there before. I said, yeah, right. I've got great financial advisor. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. And uh, lo and behold, Within weeks of me uh, closing and having a, a couple of extra zeros in my bank account, all of a sudden opportunities came about, commercial real estate opportunities, you know, private equity opportunities, investment opportunities. And so all I'm telling you is the, the most underestimated, underrepresented, underspoken about aspect of affiliating with an OSO is the creation of wealth through the, the relationships you will develop with the people in that OSO DSO. Now, if you're joining a very small one that is two or three people, chances are that's not gonna happen. That was one of the things that did draw me to Smile Doctors was the fact that there are, I could give you the list of names without embarrassing anybody right now, I'm not gonna do it. I could give you a list of names, probably 25 names right now of people who've made it, have done great, and have given me some form of really good financial advice because I'm now orbiting in their orbit, right? So um, anybody who's closed will tell you that the relationships they've made and the doors that have opened for them are different than beforehand. I can't tell you why. Uh, it's not quantifiable. I can't give you some objective answer right now why. But it's just one of those other really big advantages that pushes pushed us into the OSO side. Now, it's important to keep in mind, this may never be right for you. You may want to run your own standalone clinic for the next 30 years. And if you do that, God bless you. There's places for everybody in our profession. I'm only here to be the other voice to let you know that if it's been on your mind, reach out to me. We can talk about it. I've literally had hundreds of conversations. And if they, those people were with you right now here 
on this podcast, they would tell you that when someone's not a good fit for smile doctors, I make it very clear. If somebody's in a state where smile doctors doesn't operate, I give them other contacts or tell them, you know, here's other places. There are some practices that just aren't ready to affiliate with anybody. And I'll tell them what my thoughts are about where to go with that. I'm not a certified financial planner. I'm not a certified broker. I'm just an orthodontist who did a lot of deep diving before I transitioned into smile doctors. So I have a lot of information I can share. I'm always here to help support you. If, if you've not yet spoken to an OSO or DSO, or you haven't spoken, you, know, you just want to talk to me, reach out to me. I'm happy to discuss it with you. I'm happy to introduce you to the right people if I know who they might be for your situation. And just know that I will always be 100% honest. And again, anybody who's heard me talk to them personally on the phone will tell you at the end of the conversation, my goal is not to steer you into my choice but to help you get information to help you make your choice. So much love to each and every one of you. Hope you're well and uh, chat with you soon.